0: This is The OG Show with the OG TG, some say Too Good, this time Rich or Wrecked 2022. We've got Empress Trash, we've got Art Gnome, we've got Fanny, and we've got Wondermundo on the panel today. We're going to go through some of the highlights of 2022. 2022 is not over yet, and we had an interesting um, thing happen today that we will bring up at some point. And uh, so let's just get right into it. If you're wondering who the people are and where where you can find them and all that, we'll have that at the end of the show. They'll have a moment to to shill whatever they want to do, say what they want to say. But uh, if you're on the OG show, then um, you're already elite. So you can just you know trust the people on here. So make sure to follow everyone that's on the panel today. All right. Bear Market. You get liquidated. You get rubbed. It's all over. Thanks a lot. See you next time. 2022 has not been only up. It's been only down. And uh, FTX, we've got uh, Binance, we've got war, uh, inflation, interest rates, and NFTs. Bear market. Rich or wrecked? Empress Trash.
1: I don't know. I'm feeling pretty rich. But mostly rich in friends and being elite now. <laughs> but um, money-wise, I mean low-key wrecked but not horrible but overall i think like i like it more i like less hype and more just like real shit i don't know right on right on
0: okay uh, art gnome bear market rich or wrecked
2: yeah i mean i feel rich in that um i've always felt the same about my art collection no matter what the heck else is going on in the world it's been it's actually funny to me that other people perceive my art collection differently as like the markets change. Like sometimes people offer me what I think is crazy amounts of money, even for art that I love, but I'm still like, I wouldn't even pay that for this and I own it. And then other times, like everybody seems completely disinterested. So I'm pretty stable in my own um, valuation of my own money, but, or my own um, uh, art collection. But what I was going to say is that I do feel like a lot of us, the beginning of the year, middle of the year, we're like, yeah, we're OGs. We love this. Like, you know, we're built for this. We don't mind the crash. But over the last couple of weeks, I do feel like bad because I think the money's drying up. And like a lot of my art friends, like I I see a little bit more desperation. Let's put it that way, both in like marketplaces and artists and, and collectors where it's just like money ain't flowing like it used to. And we're all humans and, you know, need, need to, you know, survive. So, um, a little bit less of the like, yeah, we love this, and a little bit more of like, uh oh, like, are we heading in for like a year long chill, you know? Right on. All right, Wonder Mundo, Bear Market, Rich or Wrecked?
3: Um, I say rich because many of the same reasons, but mostly because I also think that it kind of, kind of thinned it out a little bit um you could kind of tell people who are here just for money and of course we're all here for money i am as well but part of it is also being here for different reasons and i think that that's why it's also good because it just allows for a little bit of that because there's hype there's scams and if people aren't making money then i think that will dry up the scams and stuff like that as well
0: right on and fanny bear market Richard, rec oh.
4: well i mean i was uh i was actually looking at the you know past year worth of news uh as we do like a weekly newsletter and and yeah i mean no wonder you know it's it's all about the speculation like all of the news are so short term that like what goes up goes down i mean there's no secret in that in any market like including like the nft market so um that, that you know like i don't want to be like told you so but this is like yeah i mean what happened what like needed to happen happened and uh uh and it sucks in the sense that like you know for artists and and the people who are here for the right reasons like they suffer for it from it so i don't want to be like yeah great like bear market we're in for the art i mean who cares about the money like right everybody has to pay uh for their bills but um so i think yeah now it's like we're back to i mean what we've said all year like this is like yes it's not all nfts like there's like you know many different types of nfts and now we actually see that like different types of nfts will have different uh paths and different like growth and 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 for art i think uh for good and bad we're like back to uh more of a art market pace uh which means it's way slower so maybe better for our mental health but not uh Maybe not so great for innovation, right? Because I don't think any of us here want just more crypto art in traditional dysfunctional art institutions. So let's see.
0: Um, I'm going to say rich because uh, I would say that I like bear markets. I think I just appreciate them for what they are. And kind of echoing a lot of things that people said, I think there's some good art and good uh, projects in general that come out of bear markets. And uh, anything you do now is going to be leveraged a lot whenever things, you know, pick up again. So just keep going, basically. And yeah, it is tough if people run out of money, but uh, that's, yeah, you can't go up, can't go up only. It goes down too, just like we said.
4: There's actually a great slide uh, by, uh, by you, Jason, from one of your training at uh, Vertical Crypto Art like that actually showed that in the past few bear markets, like the most interesting projects came up in the bear market.
0: I, I agree, I, if I think of the projects. And I think it's just so noisy uh, when it's up only. And uh, during the whole hype, I'm also thinking like, okay, this is going to end at some point. I don't know when, but it's going to go down. We're going to see you know, what happens. But uh, it's been more dramatic than I expected, actually, to be honest, so far far this year. All right, we're going to go on to the next one. Um, I don't have a bonus question for that yet. I might come back for that. Uh, All y'all listeners, get ready for the bonus questions. They're fun. Um, Okay, Uh, NFT NYC and NFT London, the mega events um, that happened this year. You know, biggest NFT event ever. Five billion speakers one trillion sponsors, no empty wall space without some kind of branding on it, uh, everywhere. Rich or wrecked? The event itself, the event itself, not the side events. The event itself, rich or wrecked? Uh, we're going to go with uh, Fanny, where you get to start now.
4: Uh, I, I'm sorry. Um, I, I mean, I, I hate to say it, but it wrecked, because, I mean... Depends on how you perceive it. If if we see that event as it started, it was great, like, even for the community. and But now, um, now it really blew up of proportion, losing its intent and, and impact. I mean, now it's a trade show. So great. If you wanted a trade show for NFTs, now we have one. Um, but personally, I've been very disappointed. And uh, and it's very confusing because now it's the same team was doing um, you know now it 's t- almost twice a year in uh, in New York uh, they took over like london uh, but Paris, for example, like nFT Paris is another team. but somehow we all assume or like most people assume that like nft whatever city comes next is done by the same people so um, I think it 's a recentralization that nobody needs so wrecked
0: right on uh what do you think
3: rich erect? I'm going to say wrecked and I wasn't even there, but it's just the idea of it being like this big, almost tech conference feeling like, and really at these big events, it's really going to see the people, your community. Um, and even like in um, Austin, I have South by Southwest and I never buy a South by ticket. I just go and uh, to side events and I see it the same way. It's just big. Um, so yeah, that's wrecked.
0: Right on, right on. Empress Trash.
1: NFT NYC NFT land richer wrecked.
3: Specifically,
1: NFT NYC wrecked. You don't hear me. Do you hear me? Okay, we're gonna. I put... can hear you. I can hear.
3: Her. Yeah, we okay,
4: can quick.
0: hear. Okay. Oh, I can't hear. Um, but trash. can you hear? Her?
3: Yeah, we can. Can you hear me now?
0: Okay, we we all hear We're live, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm having some technical live. problems. So just say your piece, Empress Trash, and then mute yourself. Okay. I'm figure it out in the meantime.
1: Okay. So NFT NYC specifically was wrecked. Um, it is too inaccessible for people, it is exploitative in a lot of ways. Um, NFT NYC is. Okay, we have
0: some technical di- difficulties, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Um, Empress Trash, I'd ask you to like leave and join and try to at- ask for speaking ability again. And in the meantime, Artnome, NFT, NYC, NFT London Rich erect.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, and just a heads up, Theo. we could all I think most of us could hear Empress Trash, but she's gonna hop off. It sounds like it' hop back on. Uh, I would say, you know, and this is I, I think all mega events because I'm an introvert and like smaller intimate groups, all mega events in a way are kind of like wrecked, right? Um, in that it's just not a good fit for me personally, but I also feel like that's like not being hundred percent honest. Cause look, I went to NFT NYC and hung out with you, Theo and Eleonora and Fanny and like, you know, what I want to, if, if I could go back and not go to NFT NYC and not see all of you, what I do that hell now, nah. like, you know, you have to go to these events knowing that other people you love and care about are going to be there. And like, if, if you're not having a good time, it's a little bit on you, right? Like, you know, find a way to make it work for you, knowing that, like, a bunch of people will be there. And in a way, a mega event is kind of like, even if you don't like them, again, I'm kind of allergic to massive events. and But, like, even if you don't like them, it is kind of a signal that, like, it's reached mainstream um, in a huge way, right? Like, that's the, the thing. So, well... Mega events aren't my thing. Kind of cool to see that it got so big that it could even like NFTs could even get that big and garner that much interest. And like, I think there's ways to find satellite events that that keep it interesting.
4: We are live, people. We are live. <laughs> we are
0: live. So what's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Is uh, this is bear market, and um, I got rugged, and uh, I can't hear anyone. But um, I'm on. Don't worry, I'm on it. I'm uh, I'm pulling up the uh, I'm pulling up the space on my laptop to see if I can hear it
4: all right I figured
0: out a solution in the meantime it's going to be a little bit weird but that's great this is nft world we're a little weird right all right we're going to go on to the next topic the next topic is ethereum merge we're getting technical now ethereum merge ethereum is now proof of stake stake coins can't be withdrawn yet from staking pools uh, there's also a new rule introduced that the fees of each transaction are burned, meaning that if there's enough activity on Ethereum, that it's actually deflationary, even more deflationary than Bitcoin. The rules of a running system have changed. Is it a good precedent or the start of a slippery slope into governments coming in and taking over control and forcing changes? Rich or wrecked, the Ethereum merge Art not
2: yeah, this is an interesting one. I guess uh, rather than try to say something clever, I'll just be honest. Um, I started out collecting on Ethereum and then when like the crazy environmental attacks started hitting, like crescendoing with artists I know getting like, death threats or whatever, moved over and tried to start this sort of green NFTs movement to explore ways that the community could help and ultimately kind of pivoted for, to Tezos for like a year where... Things were a bit more affordable and like I didn't have to deal directly as much with the question around the environment. So I'm glad about the Ethereum um, change because I'm not a climate expert, despite the the green NFT stuff, but it feels like a step in the right direction. Um, You know, and I I recognize we could have a whole debate about consensus, consensus mechanisms and which ones are stronger and whether or not it's a massive environmental impact or how big it is or isn't. But just getting the conversation off of that from like, you know, people hating and being completely closed minded, um, I think is, is a positive step, but certainly not like tech wise smart enough to know everything that the Ethereum merge means. Uh, it just for me, it opens up possibilities and it means fewer uh, conversations where it's one less reason for people to hate me collecting NFTs, I guess is the way I would put it.
0: Right on, right on. Thanks a lot, Art Nome. All right, uh, Wonder Mundo merge rich or wrecked
3: uh the rich i think for similar reasons that art gnome said but mainly because i think it's a step in the right direction and you know we're not it's we're just gonna take a few years for gas to be lower but i think that it's also not just um going to you know people like miners like how it was before um and um i do also find it kind of hard to like think that at least the the government and stuff like that like I feel like they're gonna get in somehow, I don't know if it would be Ethereum, but I think that's also inevitable unfortunately, <laughs> on that end, i would be unpopular opinion, but um, yeah, and so I think overall it's a good thing um, and it helps with like the haters as well, I agree
0: Right on, right on, okay Empress Trash, ETH Merge, Rich or wrecked.
3: I
1: think it's rich <laughs> um, and not like, I'm not super crypto knowledgeable. So this is completely from the perspective of accessibility and from an artist. But I know it's first of all it's the onboarding thing with less hate and so being able to be outside of the immediate crypto and NFT bubble and exist and be able to just bounce any weird criticisms off being like no well it's not it's not killing the environment like you're just completely wrong and being able to say that and just move on, is makes it very rich. And then also the end goal of gas fees, hopefully being less on Ethereum for it to be more accessible after sharding gets implemented. And that will just help as a whole, because the biggest issue that I've had with ETH coming in um, when I did is the accessibility with the gas fees for especially artists, not in America and different socioeconomic classes. Like it's just too much and we, it just needs to be resolved somehow for it to be a viable transactional thing moving forward.
0: Right on. Fanny, uh, Ethereum merge, rich erect.
4: Um, yeah, I mean Rich as well, uh, I think to uh, to add one uh, one argument uh is uh is also as 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 Jason said, like a lot of artists um who did not want to um you know contribute uh to killing the planet um moved uh to Tezos, which uh was good to have an alternative, but the problem was that it was the only uh, almost alternative and it's never good to um, just have one option. So uh, instead of saying, "Oh well, now like Ethereum like merge and it's not bad for the environment," so there's no need of Tezos. I don't think that's the case. I think that's, that's just the case for more um, to show that there's more options uh, for um, for artists to have. And in a decentralized world, I mean, having more than one option is a is is always a good thing. And uh, and DevCon like uh, that happened in Bogota after the merge was like. Um, you could feel like this um, um, excitement, you know, it was already bear market, but it was, um, you had a lot of people there to build and, uh, and, you know, already preparing, like, you know, as Empress Trash said, like way more like technical uh, things that I would have time to summarize here, but um, it was exciting, I think.
1: I would like to add one more thing I thought of while you were talking, Fanny, but also how... Um... Oh, my God, my mind went blank. (laughs) Oh, no. I'm, like, interrupting Uh, to go blank. I'm so sick. I'm wrecked right now. I'm so wrecked. wrecked. Sorry. If I think of it later, I'll bring it back up. But it was something really exciting, I swear. All
0: right, ladies and gentlemen, something really exciting is coming later. So we're going to hold you to it. Uh, I think um, I'm kind of undecided. I think it's rich and wrecked. um, But I think uh, think it's interesting what you guys brought up. I think that uh, each chain has its own... Um, aesthetic and as community in a sense from like an artistic point of view. So I think that each one has a use. Um, probably needs a whole other show. I don't think proof of work destroys the, the earth at all. So that's just like a whole nother thing. So I think that whole part of it is not, is kind of mute to me. And I think it's just more interesting to think about the concept of, you know, the the rules of the Ethereum network were set when it was launched, although they did say they're going to move to proof of stake. They didn't say they were going to do this thing where they burn the um, the transaction fees when Ethereum launched and it got introduced new. And that's a huge change. Now, if it's a good change or bad change is one discussion, in my opinion. And then it's another discussion on um, should you change, should you be should the community, or should the you you know the users of the Ethereum network that run nodes and miners change thing change the running system so drastically because it's kind of a drastic change. So I just put that out there for people to just think about these concepts. Um, and I think uh, your tokens are safe either way. And if you back them up on Club NFT, then they're safer than ever. Um, and uh, Club NFT is not a sponsor so far, so don't worry. All right, next next. Um, <laughs> Next uh, topic, uh, another chain, Solana and NFTs, everyone's favorite crypto scandal, FTX and Sam Bankman fried is the gift that keeps on giving the blockchain Solana, which is de facto the FTX chain, kind of like how BNB is to Binance, um, has issue with its NFTs, or some of them, at least the images that the NFTs on Solana point to, um, they go to an under maintenance web page. And then we got countless articles. Um, NFTs are wrecked. NFTs are worthless. You know the same the same ambulance chasing kind of articles that you get about you know NFTs burning the earth. Now NFTs are just a joke again. So uh, Solana and NFTs, rich are wrecked. Art Nome.
2: Yeah. So I mean, I I've never collected on Solana, and from my little exposure that I had to it. It always felt like it was sort of like um, a VC inspired versus like ground up from like artists and collectors. There was like a lot of money in it trying to make it into a thing from the top down. That might not be fair. I'm not an expert, but that was sort of my perception. But, you know, I'm not going to miss an opportunity, um, even though no one loves NFTs more than me, to say that, you know, what happened with the FTX NFTs breaking that uh, 40% of Ethereum NFTs are, are based on, uh, you, you know, use private servers um, instead of IPFS or being on chain. So like, that's not a Solana problem. Like you should expect 40% of Ethereum NFTs um, to break as the marketplaces start to consolidate. Um, so yeah, use, you know, at least uh, ideally IPFS when you're collecting or, you know, even our weave, which I'm not as strong on, but better than nothing. Um, if you can get ones on chain, great. But like that, Solana, you know, FTX broken NFT problem um, is is not chain specific. So um, I won't use this opportunity to plug NFT or uh, Club NFT. Uh, but but uh, you know, you should understand what you're collecting and, and back them up. Not all NFTs are created equally. Um, I won't...
0: Thank you, Art. No, right on. Okay, Rich, or wrecked Wonder Wonder Mundo, Solana.
3: Uh, I would say wrecked. Um, mainly because I. I did actually try the platform. I minted a few things there um, and they were, someone bought them. So that was nice, but I really couldn't find the community. I felt like I really tried or maybe it didn't click as much and the chain also felt a lot more centralized. Um, So even before the FTX stuff, I had already kind of written off in my mind just because of the issues with the centralization and like what I also heard were just how they were handling the management of it.
0: Right on. Rich or Wrecked, Empress, Trash, Solana,
1: and NFTs? I've always been hesitant to talk publicly about Solana, but I've always felt wrecked about it (laughs) because, I don't know, there's just so many red flags early on with it. And the only reason I don't publicly rail against it is because I know a lot of artists who do use it and who are trying to make money on it and trying to do their thing. So it's just like out of respect. I haven't, railed on it, but it I've always viewed it as wrecked. I've never minted on there. I've always gotten weird vibes from it. If I can fully explain my vibes, I don't know. Like I just like get I just see certain things and I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not messing with that. Um but I tend to be really particular with that type of stuff. Um but yeah overall like I just have never Felt Solana was going to be a long-term anything.
0: Fanny, Richard, Rex, Solana, and NFTs.
4: Um, so it's uh it's interesting because during the um, the hype market, like bull market, uh, a lot of my friends were actually trading a lot on Solana. No, so not NFT related, but a cryptocurrency. And at one point, you wonder, right? You're like, oh, maybe I should like, look into it, like, get into it, and, like, and, and oftentimes, this is how you make a bad decision, right, like, because to Jason's point, um, if you don't understand what you're doing, it's probably not worth doing, and I know this sounds, like, now, like, you know, like, obvious, but during a hype market and, and, like, bull market, it's, uh, it's hard to, um, you know, like, make the difference, and, uh, um i also did not really feel that like um i found the artist to the community um that on solana that like i was looking for and um and but to be honest like i mean if you do great but like do your own research right like because before doing anything on any of these blockchains you have to understand the tech and and it's uh, it's something you can't say like oh but i did not know well you know like you, like research it before you do anything i think the so, neutral, not rich or wrecked.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, neutral. Okay. No, you have to say rich or wrecked. I'm sorry. Ah,
4: don't make me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, we've got a rich and wrecked then um, from Fanny. Uh, okay, yeah, I will say um, I actually met someone yesterday at a meetup uh, in Berlin um, at a very cold Christmas market that uh, wanted to mint a project on Solanus. The first person I've met in real life that said, I want, and and it was just yesterday after everything that's happened. And they said, yeah, we want, we're we going to, uh, do you know anyone that can uh, mint a 10K project or like a 5K project? You know, we want to have traits and all this stuff, you know, a standard one of these projects. I was like, well, I, I've never done that, to be honest, but I think I can find someone if you're really looking, what, you know, tell me more about what you want to do. They're like, yeah, we're going to we want to use Solana. <laughs> and that was, I was really amazed, but It was mostly to do with um, some kind of deals like, oh, we think we can get a deal with this marketplace or some kind of other deal. So it was just it was purely about deal making. It wasn't about, oh, the community or like the tech or anything like that. So, I mean, fair enough. Um, If someone wants to like, you know, sponsor you, I mean, they have, you know, different chains have, you know, like grant systems and all that. It sounded a little bit more shady than a standard grant system, to be honest. But, uh, but you know, okay. I thought, all right, why not? I mean, is it still running? I don't know. So uh, I'm going to say um, wrecked um, in general. I don't know what's going to happen with that chain. And um, it's a interest. it's an interesting thing to just watch from the outside, kind of like a train wreck that you can't not watch happening. I think that's basically what's going on. And uh, we get to watch it happen live. Uh, bonus question. I think Wonder Mundo answered. Uh, have you ever minted on Solana? Uh, Wonder Mundo said yes. Has anyone else? Fanny's thumbs down. I don't think any, all oh, thumbs down. Okay. No one. I haven't either. And I, ha- I was thinking of like, what is a project on Solana that I know? And I only know really early on when NFTs first started, there was just Solan- Soul Punks. And all it was was an exact copy of CryptoPunks verbatim, but just on Solana. And I actually kind of wanted one. It was just because it's just blatant copy, total wrecked copy. But they were actually selling for money. And I was really like, wow, this is it was too expensive for me to get. I was like, this is not right. This is just crazy. But anyway, on to the next topic. Everyone's favorite topic, royalties. The Creator Ownership Research Institute is here. OpenSea is now handing over control of the so-called royalty filter to a group in an effort to decentralize the efforts to enforce royalties across platforms. While this sounds simple enough, it's raised a lot of questions. And the slide down the slippery slope of who gets to decide what, when, and how is sliding like never before. Rich or wrecked? Corey, the Creator Owner Research Institute. Empress Trash.
1: Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> this one is so hard for me. And I'm... The reason it's so hard for me is because some of the people behind Corey, I am mad respect and love. I, like, adore a lot of what they do in the space. And I adore the intentions behind it. Um, because I think there is an overall thing of wanting to possibly bring artists together and also wanting to push against like open, like not just let OpenSea hold the keys for everything, which makes me feel rich about it. But also I am not fully on board or sold with blocking my art personally on any marketplace um, just because I staunchly believe in accessibility um, and so I this one I really it's really hard for me to say retract on it because I'm still debating in my head where on that polar opposite I am so um rip retract
0: <laughs> All right retract okay uh, Fanny what do you think retract
4: Uh um, I I would go with Reg right now I mean I agree with Empress Trash that like uh, re- like a lot remains remains to be seen uh on how it goes but um but i think this we have to stop um i mean we've you know we all want to believe that like platforms are artists first and that they're gonna help but i i genuinely if you know how the business works like this is not how um, they make decisions, right, so yes, they did like um something right by um announcing a committee uh with other platforms and manifold uh and but at the end of the day, I think we're looking at it from the wrong angle uh and um I don't remember where I saw that in the news recently, or someone posted on on Twitter the fact that like um that solution is is just uh, you know, them I mean, blocking um, platforms that don't respect royalties for artists at the end of the day is not going to help the artists as much as it's going to help platforms like OpenSea get ahead and and, you know, block other players to be more monopolistic uh, in their uh, market share. Um, so I would say wreck on that one.
0: WonderMunda Corey Institute, rich or wrecked.
3: Um, I would also say wrecked because I, I think that you know it's the answer, the solution isn't just a like technical solution. Um, it's part of the ethos that we have as well. Because um, I also think that you know, unless you get rid of a transfer button, there's no way that you're ever going to solve this problem. Um, And so we need to think of different ways um, that maybe we can't have royalties or what you might do, whether it's putting some, you know, saving some NFTs back. And I absolutely do believe the artist should be paid royalties 100%. But I think that It's not going to happen with just platforms deciding and also having a a technical solution because it feels also a little bit like they're doing that whole like, hey, we're diverse, we have this, and they're setting up groups and things, but they're not really doing a lot with it. Art
2: Noon, Richard. Yeah, I don't know enough about this particular uh, instance with OpenSea, like what they're doing now to give like a super intelligent answer. So uh, I don't want to pretend and say something extra dumb, but of course I'm pro um, royalties for artists. I think that was the goal, you know, when we were building out NFTs and listing out all the things that we thought that would be advantageous to artists and why we all wanted to build the space. I understand now, you know, five years after writing, initially writing about royalties, that it's a much more complex, both socially and technological, um, you know, problem um, that warrants exploration. And my guess is that no one solution is going to make everyone happy? So I think what we might likely see is different um, platforms executing with different um, uh, options, right? And artists and collectors will gravitate to the platforms that best, re- re- you know, reflect their ideals. But I'm not so sure that we'll see a one-size-fits-all um, solution that'll that'll make everyone happy uh, in this space. Thank you, Artem. No. Right on. Okay, so uh, I'm going to say
0: uh, rich, actually, surprise, um, because what I do like is uh, the Corey Institute. It doesn't – they're not naming it. It's a, It's the Creator Ownership Research Institute. It's not the Corey royalty-only institute because I think that uh, we need to look beyond royalties because the goal is not royalties. The goal is um, to have artists earn money – over extended periods of time and be able to take to earn from the secondary market sales. And royalties is just one, one way to possibly do that. Um, like Art Gnome said, it's, there's a lot of technical things that are very complex and there's a lot of social things that are very complex. And I've thought about it a lot. And uh, I also, so if you have time, I've also posted in the uh, Corey Institute forum on their webpage, um, the blog post that I made and I've updated the blog post about some more of my thoughts about possible, what I think possible solutions are, but I'm open to other ones.
1: I also would like to interject on in, that. Like
0: I think a lot of the people. More walled oh. gardens, more blacklists, more whitelists, a lot of energy spent on all of this stuff. And we could spend it in a different way and still have artists earn money in the, in the secondary market. Uh, take part of that money, I think. So uh, that's my opinion. So I think rich because I don't see anywhere on the page and anywhere in what they've said that they're limited to helping build only royalty systems. It's just a research institute. And uh, I think that's a cool idea. And I hope that they branch out to other things, um, not just royalties that help earn uh, help artists earn money in the long-term, take part in the secondary market. Uh, bonus question. You have to tell the truth. Have you ever avoided paying royalties? Anyone?
1: Not intentionally. we getting thumbs down from everyone. Um, I thought but, that that
0: would be probably all thumbs down. The only I time I,
1: anyway. I will. All right. Can you hear me? Another no.
4: favorite. Oh uh, wait, Sio. I think uh, Empress Trash is uh, trying to uh, to speak, but you can't hear her. So go for it.
1: Um, yeah, the only time I've ever avoided royalties is when I trade art. And that is the only instance where it's with another collector and we're swapping pieces. And it's not with the intention of avoiding royalties. It's just we wanna barter and bartering is cool in my opinion, which is another issue of royalties in general, because we are trading value, but it's like no one is really directly monetarily being compensated. Right on. Yeah.
0: I think that's really interesting. Um, I, I trade a lot, um, over the years I've traded a whole lot of, you know, rare Pepe's and other art for other, other people's stuff. I do it all the time. And, uh, yeah, that's really interesting. So, uh, so we have someone on the show that admitted to avoiding royalties, mark it down. Everyone remember that. All right. Uh, Everyone's favorite topic, uh, Yuga Labs, from the apes being so-called right-wing whistleblows to the ape parties with thousands of ape bros to the ape coin and its promoters, getting totally wrecked by the SEC. Yuga Labs acquired CryptoPunks and MeBits, and now they're also getting wrecked by the SEC. Yuga Labs, rich or wrecked? Fanny. (laughs)
4: <laughs> um blah, blah, blah. Uh, where to start um well i mean rich for them good for them <laughs> for millions you know it's uh um i mean they're pretty much built what they wanted to build which is the disney of like nfts and 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 world of licensing and uh uh and you know like Cartoon like characters that now they can you know sell for um, you know fast foods and and now build like uh, metaverse games and 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 everything they do and I think this is a very interesting case study uh, if you really look at how they build this empire is that um every time they announce something, there's always something else on the horizon. Right? Like they um they had like they acquired like um like MeBits and, and, and CryptoPunks and then there was uh um uh, like directly at the same time as the uh, as the announcement there was uh, uh Apecoin and uh and um I don't remember the name of their um metaverse uh project but and I'm probably getting everything in the wrong order, but you get my point, right? Like there's like this build-up and this like um like to use of every single marketing tool, influencer tool, uh which now by the way celebrities are being sued for, um, like actually uh being paid to um uh push that project. But I think yeah, like I mean, good for them. I mean, but now that like speculators were using their product as like um You know, investment like short-term speculation tool are gone. Well, let let's see what happened. But rich for them.
0: Rich for them. Wondermunda, rich or wrecked? Yuga Labs.
3: Wrecked. Um, I think that, um, they like Fanny said they used every marketing tool, like from the start, and it was very manufactured even from the beginning. I think um and so i think and it also because it was also the first project and the the way they had their story they had it they did a really good job about making it seem like it was just two dudes or something like that at first i think it um helped them kind of go away but it does a a disservice to the entire nft community especially now that they're getting sued and things like that because that's what's mainstream and so unfortunately i think it adds um yeah it's bad for uh, nfts as a whole
0: Empress Trash, Richard Wrecked. I don't know if you heard me or if I'm talking over you. I
1: don't, I don't, I didn't hear you. But <laughs> um, this is being said with there is a lot of apes that follow and collect me, and I love them dearly. They're, I'm not taking a personal attack on any one ape holder, um, but Wrecked for a very personal reason of that. They painted an ape mural over me, Max Osiris, and woman tagging a building. And that really pissed me off. So I'm feeling very wrecked on apes right now. <laughs> um, for that. I mean, it was just a little tag. It wasn't like anything profound, but it's still, I don't know, it felt disrespectful. And I'm l li- I'm I'll get over it eventually. But um, overall, for the ecosystem, I think it's a very complex thing. I think um, they don't always bring the best press to the space. I don't think they always represent to the wider world, like, the best aspects of MFT's, um, as a whole. And I think, like, if they're going to keep doing what they're doing, my biggest thing would be they need to be more mindful about how they're representing a lot of us when with everything that they're doing um yeah
0: that's it right on thanks a lot um artna rich erect
2: yeah I, I I'll have to say whether it's rich erect after I'm done uh, talking out loud about it but like generally like it's not it's not my thing and that's okay right like sometimes I, I feel like where we you know, thinking even just in terms of rich or wreck, we either have to love things or hate things or whatever. Right. And like, you know, board apes is, isn't my thing. And I kind of it to sports sometimes like soccer is not my thing, but I don't like yell at and hate people that like soccer. Right. Like, you know, like, so people might like board apes and like, that's cool. It's just not my thing. It did make my life a little bit more complicated uh, because so many people just assume that I must collect board apes. And like, that's all I do because like, that's introduction to the mainstream as to what an nft is so they're like wow you've been like collecting cartoon monkeys for five years and i'm like no that's like not what i do you know it's like a different section of the nft space and like you know they're cool like it's just not what i do and then it got really complicated when they bought crypto punks because they're like but you've been writing about crypto punks and like you had those and like you were saying this isn't what you do but like you just got that too and i'm like uh now now it's kind of complicated right but like generally I think this uh the NFT space it's good that it gets rich and broad and there's things all over the place that don't appeal to me whatsoever but that's okay they appeal to other people right like it's a sign that NFTs are maturing like you know doesn't all have to be stuff I like and you know that's not my scene but that's okay so i guess like wrecked for me like it's not what i'm into but like rich that like there are other options that other people can be into it doesn't hurt me, right for
0: me. All right. Thanks a lot, Arnum. Yeah, I'm going to agree. Like, it's not my thing that as far as that point of view, um, I agree. It's cool if people want to do it, I think. But I'm going to say wrecked because um, you should, <laughs> as soon as I saw them saying they're going to make their own coin and they started to promote it and they're going to do staking and all this stuff, um, that just gets really wrecked. And they're a U.S. company and they're doing the promotion and all this. It just was so clear that the to me that you know just it just reminds me of like 2017 ICO style stuff and you're going to have trouble with it and they have trouble with it now unfortunately for them and actually for the whole space. So I'm going to say wrecked and uh, you should have known and whoever was advising them and whatever lawyers they have should be fired and I don't know I don't know who was advising them but like it's just so clear like all of these endorsements were going to be we're going to come back at them so i have no idea what they were thinking with that so i'm going to say wrecked all right all right uh this is a time i want to thank everyone that's in the um space with us we've got some people in here thanks a lot um this will be recorded and i will put it on the internet for everyone and we have a new topic that's not on our list get ready donald trump nfts are here ladies and gentlemen donald trump trading cards hot off the presses ladies and gentlemen as far as i know the first we love the first evers right as far as i know the first ever uh presidential nfts or it seems to be coming from him um coming out uh as you might know uh rare pepes, there's several Trump rare pepes, there's several Clinton rare pepes, there's some Obama rare pepes. There might be some other political figure rare pepes too. So there definitely are some. uh, They just went up in value, probably, I guess the old uh, Trump rare pepes, I don't know, because now the new ones exist. Um, From my quick look at the website, I think it's Ethereum based, um, which is interesting. Um, so Fanny, rich or wreck, Trump NFTs?
4: Oh my God! Um, I was actually uh, looking at uh, at the history uh, of last year because I was like, "This is not the first time we see that, right?" So it's like, so first Melania actually uh, released an NFT, like probably back in like February last year or something, um, and. And there was already, like, uh, an announcement, like, well, February 25, I will post it in uh, Twitter, Donald Trump just released an NFT collection, dot, 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 yes, comma, really, period. That was the title of NFT evening article. And wait for it, that's the best part, it was on Solana! <laughs> so- Um, I just made myself laugh by myself, which um, anyway, but uh, yeah. And apparently uh, he designed this like Podus Trump NFT collection back in February 2022 on Solana. So totally wrecked. This is not the fucking first NFT Trump has done.
0: Amazing. Amazing. Wondermundo, Trump NFTs, rich or wrecked?
3: I'll be honest, but I'll probably say um, it's wrecked 100%. This also made me have like a visceral, visceral reaction. I had I didn't know about lot, the Solana NFTs, but even more so than the Melania one because it just feels like another one of his grifts. Like it just makes it harder for, I guess, me outside of the NFT bubble uh, to talk about what I'm doing. Um, and so, yeah, I think my initial reaction was like, oh my God, this is like truly NFTs are dead, but maybe we can call it something else. <laughs>
0: Art no, Trump NFTs, rich
2: or <laughs> Yeah, Yeah, um, I'm like a, a super liberal hippie that lives like in the middle of uh, a very um, Trump oriented set of towns or whatever. So like on the one hand, it doesn't uh, again, it doesn't align with necessarily my values, but I think that's fine. I actually I'm going to say rich and go against everybody on this one and say I think it's fucking hilarious right? <laughs> that Trump put out an NFT. And I think our roots um, in this space are, are much more tied to absurdity and ridiculousness. And I worry that we take ourselves too seriously. So introducing a little absurdity back into the space, I think is great. Uh, and I know it'll drive a bunch of people crazy and we'll see a bunch of absurd debates about it. So I don't know, maybe it's a, uh, it's just cause I'm bored and I, I find it funny uh, and you know, Trump lovers need art too. Right. So and there, it looks like they're getting the, the, the art that they might deserve. Was, uh, I'm going to be careful up there. <laughs> All right,
0: right on. Yeah, I'm going to... Uh, Empress Trash, rich or rich, Trump NFTs.
1: I'm going to say, actually, very surprisingly, <laughs> rich. Um, because for one reason, and that at least it's transparent, like he is doing a cash grab for his presidential campaign, over the S- uh, the SBF FTX shit, where it's just like they stole a bunch of money to donate to the Democrats. Um, this is coming from someone who's highly liberal, also very left wing. Um, but I am very done with American politics in general, and I mean, I'm living in Mexico now. I am so very much done with America. Um, so I'm gonna say that. Um, but also just a cash grab and also hopefully a bottom signal and we can start building up from here. So, yeah.
4: I love the bottom signal. (laughs) This is a great phrase.
0: Yes. Yes. So I'm back. I'm back. Yeah. I'm having some technical problems hearing everybody, but I'm dealing with it. All right, uh, I'm going to say kind of, I'm going to say rich because, yeah, I agree. It's absurd and it's funny. And uh, I kind of think that other candidates are going to do it too. And it might become a standard way to uh, raise money is to do NFTs. And that's absurdly funny. And um, actually, it could help like an outsider candidate. You know, what if an outsider candidate embraced the idea of like nfts and they raised a shit ton of money that could be it could be a thing so let's see let's see what happens i think it's uh i think it's interesting let's say so i would say rich all right next topic coinbase launches its own nft marketplace coinbase nft everybody's using it right rick coinbase nft marketplace rich or wrecked wonder mundo
3: um, well, I guess it's wrecked as far as like their success on it. But overall, like I probably say rich because I think there should be options for people. And so it may not be the best, but it's another option that people have um, instead of there just being like one open sea. But yeah, I'm not sure anybody's <laughs> using it.
0: Right on. I, d- I don't know many people using it. Empress Trash, Coinbase, NFT Marketplace, rich or Wrecked.
1: Right, obviously. I don't know anyone who got rich off of it. And I also had, like, friends who were working for it and totally got laid off and all of that stuff. So I just... It's wrecked.
0: Right on, right on. Okay. Uh, Fanny, Coinbase NFT, rich or wrecked?
4: Um, I'm going to take the approach of, like, rich, uh, but from a Web2 perspective, because they're probably... You know, I mean, after the FTX debacle and you look at, like, um, Coinbase, which is actually regulated and, you know, an exchange, and they're just building up their product suite. So the fact that, like, nobody uses it, like, I mean, you know, they do what they do for for themselves. And, and you know, Empress Trash, you said it, like, they probably were way too, um, like, hungry or optimistic in terms of like how many people they hired but i mean from the web2 perspective i mean they're doing it you know um the correct way probably i mean it 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 hurts me to say that uh because of you know the consequences but um but i think this is like we have to take it for what it is
0: art coinbase nft marketplace rich erect
2: yeah, I'd say, I mean, I, I don't think I have quite the um, same, like, allergy, for lack of a better word, to, to companies or even large companies as a lot of my friends in the space do. So, like, I wasn't rooting against them um, when they were launching. I was like, oh, like, I think Coinbase arguably made it so that lots and lots of people could finally figure out how to engage with crypto and kind of helped democratize crypto. And I thought, oh, maybe they'll do sort of a thoughtful job and uh, equally help usher in Sort of a larger audience for NFTs, and look, if we, as snobby as I can be at times, like if we want artists to, to flourish in this space and lots of them to flourish, we need to onboard lots and lots and lots and lots of collectors, right? So I was kind of hoping it would do that, and I I was excited at the beginning and thought they built a pretty good platform, but nobody used it, right? And if nobody uses it, then it's like I'm not going to use it because like community first always, right? But honestly, like. I don't know why it didn't work out. It'd be like a cool, uh, you know, business case study or something like that. I'm not sure what they did wrong, but um, no one I know uses it, and you know, um, it's almost too bad. Though I would say, like, it would have been cool if they could onboard, let's call it, you know, half a million to a million more collectors. Uh, things might be a little bit less painful for artists right now. Yeah, I don't know why nobody uses it. I think
0: that um, I think that some of the marketing was pretty superficial. And uh, yeah, I agree. It's a good on-ramp, maybe, for people to get in, into NFTs. But uh, let's see. Maybe they change some things. Um, maybe it'll work out. But it was a big wreck for them for the budget that they spent on it. I can't remember how many millions of dollars, and basically nobody's using it. All right, next topic. Uh, eBay acquires known origin, undisclosed amount, rich or wrecked? Art no.
2: Yeah, this is an, an interesting follow-up to the last question because I, I it's kind of an extension of my philosophy that I don't necessarily hate medium or large size companies. I certainly love and celebrate entrepreneurs and entrepreneurship and consider myself one and think there's a lot of commonality there between artists and entrepreneurs. And I love the Known Origin guys um, have from the beginning. They actually often credit my, my blog with the inspiration for starting Known Origin, and I've known them for Four or five years to be really good, even in the lean years, to artists and collectors. Um, so I don't have all the details on what happened, but I congratulated them when it happened because I assumed that um, if they had other better options, that they would have taken them, and that if this was a way for them to to sort of move forward and grow, my guess is that you know they waited. They're smart guys who I respect and think have been good to the community over the last five years. So if this is where they ended up, I I trust them as humans to have weighed out all their options. And, you know, this one must have been the one that was best for them. So I know there's a lot of anger and frustration there, but I know these guys personally and, you know, uh, would say that I kind of, I love them. I think they're good guys, like just like a lot of other folks on this panel or other people that started in this space with me five years ago. And, uh, you know, if they felt like that was the right decision for them, then I want to be supportive of them. Right on. Okay. Fanny, Rich or wrecked
4: Um I mean, I think for for the record, I mean I, I don't hate web two companies. I'm just saying that like it's I think there should be more alternative ways to support and finance web three innovative companies. Um and and so this is, you know, exactly the case for non-origin, right? Like I mean, David like got a lot of hate uh and 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 you know distrust from people when uh he announced the acquisition of non-origin by ebay uh but i think what we have to look at uh is is that that was his only option right like i mean otherwise um you know non-origin would have closed and shut down so at um, the end of the day, like what is better, right? Like that the platform actually shuts down, or that like it gets acquired, like and financed by a bigger group. Uh, it's not going to be easy. I mean, this is like where uh, a, a small company, like startup, acquired by a large company. Um, it, it's it's going to be hard on 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 David and his team because this is not, um, you know, incorporated into eBay. Like this is like non-origin, like. Uh, uh, it, it's still branded non-origin, probably have like, you know, three or two, three year uh milestone to heat for him to like, you know, like do like to do the full like acquisition or or get what eBay like promised, uh like whatever undisclosed amount. Um so I mean to me it's 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 wrecked not it's like it's not David or non-origin is wrecked. Like this is like the fact that like this was his only option to survive, that is wrecked uh, to me.
0: Wonder Mundo, Known Origin getting acquired by eBay. Rich or wrecked?
4: Oh, this one's hard for
3: me. I'm, I'm not on Known Origin, but also I just don't know. I know that many of the artists felt upset, but also understanding that I guess too, like how Web2 works and, and you know you need funding to survive. And so I understand that part of it. Um, but I think I'm going to say rich though, because I also am one who wants, you know, mass adoption and, and things to get, you know, seen less as like a bad grifter NFT thing and more if just like, here's something I can buy. And I think with maybe eBay it could help that, but I do think it sucks for a lot of the artists and how they felt with their art being on there.
0: Empress Trash, known origin getting acquired by eBay, rich or wreck?
1: Yeah, this one I'm still... I still have so many mixed feelings about and I don't know if I've completely processed because Known Origin was actually the first curated platform that accepted me and they actually helped me a lot with getting exhibited and noticed and sales and all of that Um, and everything was going like everything on that platform was going amazing until eBay acquired it and I did stop minting at that point but I wasn't angry necessarily that ebay acquired it it just felt really weird to me because coming from the traditional art world ebay isn't known for selling like the high-end art um it kind of is like the flea market of the art world and compared to other online retailers for art and Known Origin position themselves so hard as like this really well curated, and they take care of artists and all of that. That I just, the ethos of the two companies just seems so directly conflicting that um, I step back from minting there, um, but I also don't have anger about it. Uh, just because I want to see how it plays out. Um, It can be very rich if they leverage the eBay network to onboard collectors, like Art Norm was saying with Coinbase. It's like if we can get like 10, 20, 30,000 more collectors through eBay um, for artists, then yes, it's very rich. But if it just ends up being consumed and kind of dismantled within the eBay ecosystem, then it's going to be wrecked. And I don't, like, it hasn't yet, but we haven't seen it fully play out yet, is what I think. And so, um, yeah, I'm still not minting there. I still have a lot of love for Known Origin, for what they did for me, and for a lot of other artists. And I still see other artists thriving on there. So, again, it's like the Solana thing. I don't want to completely just rail against it because I don't want to necessarily hurt my fellow artists (laughs) and what they're doing. Um, But it's something I'm definitely – I keep a close eye on it, and I just am going to keep watching it play out.
0: All right. I'm going to say uh, Rich, um, and uh, I don't know if we know – I think, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Um. Yeah, it could have it, it with these things getting acquired. There's always, you know, a lot of like NDAs and like things people can't talk about, and you don't know the intentions. But uh, uh, maybe um, you know eBay is you know wants to not not to be the flea market of art anymore, and they th- saw that as a chance. It's a possibility. I don't I don't know their reasoning, but that could be one of the reasons. All right, next topic, the last topic. Creative Commons Zero license rights. Crypto artists explore the CC Zero options for licensing this year. It became a topic uh, last half of the year. I think a lot, uh, rich or wrecked. Um, Fanny.
4: Um. Yeah. I have. I mean, probably should ask the artists uh, first uh, on on that one. I think there's. Uh, uh, to me, it's. Um, so it's good to have like different options and uh, for artists to decide. I think um, like a lot of artists who came into like the NFT space, um, you know, thought that uh, things like royalties that we talked about, uh, along with um, IP protection, would actually be solved uh, by um, the magical acronym NFT. Uh, which is not the case, right? So, so I think that debate kind of started on um, a misunderstanding, maybe, or like a um, you know misconception um, of of what NFTs could uh, could deliver and and solve for artists. Uh, but I'm glad it did uh, like start the uh, the debate, and and I think it should be an option uh, for uh, artists as they see fit. But um, you know, probably more in line with like Web3 uh, collaboration uh, as well.
0: Wondermundo, Rich or Rec, Creative Commons Zero license?
3: I say Rich, um, and I think most of my work now is CC Zero um, from earlier this year, kind of switched over. And I think it's, you know, good to have options, I, I but I think it's up to the artists what they want to do. But for me personally, it was, a good choice and also it kind of helped me work through some feelings of about how I felt as an artist in my work Um, but overall ultimately I think it's a good thing for me as an artist because if someone were to take my work and do something cool with it that I feel like would just give me credit as well eventually or get me more known too and if they really do something that's cooler like than I could do that's also awesome too and I want to celebrate that
0: Empress Trash, CC Zero,
1: Rich Erect. I mean, I'm directly rich because of CC0. I'm <laughs> not really rich, but I made money from it. Um, Just like Moonbirds going CC0 and me and Max, who's in the audience, doing the DOS Trash birds, it directly benefited us and our community. We were able to fund... The Dow for many more months in a shit market, and it's opened up opportunities for us in the fact that they went CC zero. Um, I've always been a CC zero artist from like day one. I just really believe in like inform- like my stuff should be shared everywhere, and that art i don't know i just never been one to want to hold ip rights for my stuff i'd rather my art just be out there and like anyone can kind of do whatever they want with it but i'm also coming from like the trash art ethos which it's like i think the vast majority of us are cc zero i think that's kind of a core tenant of being a trash artist um just because we believe in remix culture we really like playing off of each other's you know work and having it PCC Zero just takes a lot of those gates down to be able to create dope shit and be able to put it out there and it's an honor when someone creates a remix of my work it's always like it makes me feel so good and it makes me feel like you know like oh shit like they liked it enough to like go through and remix it and I'm glad other artists can make money off of stuff when they like mint remixes um it like I want everyone to like thrive and survive and it just takes a burden off of asking permission for me I'm a very busy person it's like no, just do it and have fun with it. And I don't know. So from my perspective, I'm very, very rich and very, very bullish on CC zero. And I always probably will be um, just because that's the culture that I come from. And it's really like how my community of that I come from and artists survive and thrive. All right. Art Numb, rich or wrecked?
2: Yeah, I think I I look at Creative Commons the same way I look at um, royalties where my hope or dream is that um, every individual artist will have increasing amount of control over their licensing and over their royalties, right? Like, I think where this space goes wrong is when people get angry at each other for not all doing the same thing, right? Like, there are going to be artists that are into making their work open and artists that aren't. And I think sometimes... I'll see like someone intentionally go and like reuse work by someone they know who totally is not into creative commons. And they think it's like a strong statement. Like, look, I remixed this artist's work, even though they didn't want it. I think it's actually kind of lame, right? Like, I I don't like, you know, if you want your work to be out there and I think that's awesome. I actually lean more towards that. I think like more power on you, you know, to you, but I also think it's important to protect people that, that don't want to do that. Right. And I think as a community moving more and more towards like, being super cool with the fact that we all land in different ends of the spectrum on like, you know, uh, licensing and on royalties and things like that. And making sure that we have multiple options through different marketplaces or as we improve the ability for um, artists to run their own contracts. Right. Which I think is really cool and exciting. You know, I, I I expect us to move further and further and further away from um, one big solution, um, hopefully, and more and more towards, personalized offerings that are unique to the artist, um, which is something that kind of carries over from the traditional physical art world, right? Like every artist has like all kinds of unique rules and ideas about how their work can be displayed and what they're trying to do with it. And like, you know, um, to the degree that we can mirror that and even expand upon it, um, I I think would be great. Um, So yeah, I'm all for Creative Commons, and I'm all for people that don't want to do it. And I think the only thing I'm against is people getting like super angry because other people don't agree with them. And like, there's room for for all those approaches. All right, thank you. That was our last
0: topic. I want to thank everyone for coming on today. Uh, now you get your time to shine, time to chill. Uh, Wonder Mundo, it's your turn. Tell us about yourself. Tell us where we can find you. Anything else?
3: So hi, I'm Wonder Jessica, um, and I create a lot of glitchy, trash art, I would say abstract. A lot of my art is based around me kind of coming to terms and and working through uh, finding out. I have dissociative identity disorder. Um, I found out last year my art really is what helped me and helps me to this day. So a lot of that is a journey. Um, But I specifically wanted to show my Basurita collection. Basurita means like little trash in Spanish. Um, And it's like my first collection I ever made using AI um, and also cross-platform, um, there's 111 total, um, and 55 are on Tezos, and then 55 are on ETH. Tezos is sold out, and so I wanted to just show my best you can see it on my PIN profile.
0: Right on. All right, Empress Trash?
3: I'm Empress Trash. I'm a
1: person that Giphy Art says to watch in 2023. <laughs> so watch me, everyone. Watch me. Um... Nah, I don't know, I make art, I do dope shit, I am really active with DOSPunks right now, me and Max doing all the das Punk stuff, so get your trash birds because they're awesome, um, and the DAO is awesome, just to plug that quick of, you know, we nominate an artist every month, we do interviews with them, we collect from them directly from the funds that come from the sales of the trash birds and all that stuff. And from community donations and us just like trying to fund the Dow wallet. Um, beyond that, the big chill is I have the second part of age of Aquarius group drop on Nifty gateway coming up, which features a lot of like nine amazing artists, Wonder Mundo, Max, Espinoza, Sky Goodman, Purs, Donia, Crypto fangs, Inovare. Inavare. Um, and yeah, you should. Uh, it's a limited, uh, uh, 5 5 limited ranked auction this weekend. And you should totally pay attention to that and buy all their dope art and buy my dope art, which isn't it, also. And yeah, I don't know. That's it. Fanny, tell us about yourself.
4: Um well first thank you Empress Trash because you totally reminded me that um I totally forgot to get my those trash birds so thanks for the plug <laughs> that was really useful actually um yeah well uh not as exciting as uh, as uh the artists but um I mean we just continued what we've been doing um like helping collectors and artists like navigate the space and uh and uh we actually in my if, if it's really shilling, like in my like pinned tweet, like if you want to retweet it, if you know artists, we need uh, help uh, getting started or a boost with the project. We uh, do advisory uh, sessions and we're not going to do that for long because um, there's um, something new in terms of artists um, support that we're announcing in, in January. So, yeah. All right. And Artnum.
2: Yeah, so I'm a, a failed artist that fell in love with the crypto art space in 2017. And because um, I just immediately fell in love with so many of the builders and artists and collectors in the space, wanted to help it grow. And in the beginning, that was lots and lots of writing and articles on ArtGnome.com about this space that um, I get lots of uh, people giving kind comments that, you know, those early articles help them enter into the space, which always makes me feel good, did a podcast, uh, brought super rare their first artists back in 2018 was their first collector um get credit sometimes for bringing nfts to the traditional art world in early 2018 gave out 300 nfts at christie's and all the old um you know old school collectors looked at me cross-eyed like what the heck is this and basically most of them got thrown away it's all a larger story when i saw the environmental issue crop up um work together with the community and folks like fanny to um try to at least show that the community um, would take some responsibility over it and, you know, um, do our best to, to run a hackathon and raise money to bring awareness to ways that we could try to make it more efficient. So at some point realized that the, thing, the problems I wanted to solve were bigger than me and I couldn't solve them alone. So started a company called Club NFT and a publication called RightClickSave.com. Uh, Club NFT, you can go there if you're an NFT collector and for free. Uh, back up all your IPFS NFTs. That's so that you don't have to depend on marketplaces staying in business. You don't even have to depend on Club NFT staying in business. As long as you have those files in the exact format they were originally uh, used to create the NFTs, you can restore them later. So I encourage you. There's no gotcha. It's it's free, 100% free. We're actually working on free pinning. Um, should come out in a couple of weeks. We did a promotion around it, but the goal is to make it available for free for all collectors. Um, so keep your eyes out for that. We've got a discovery tool called Pathfinder that is intended to Diversify the number of collectors or of artists that are collected I'm a little worried that like the same like small amount of artists seem to be selling really well But you know, we need to broaden that and get more artists participating So we have an algorithm that intentionally shows you artists You haven't collected yet to try to expand and support a broader group of artists. That's uh, Pathfinder. It's also free And then right-click save to close it out um, is our sort of Web3 culture publication. Brilliant people from all around the world um, weighing in on what uh, NFTs and crypto art mean for us culturally. Uh, And that's it. This was The OG Show, Rich or Wrecked 2022.
0: I want to thank all the panelists for coming on. Thanks for so much. Thanks for everyone listening live in the spaces. Stay tuned for the recording. Also, check out next week, same time, same place, Thursday, December 22nd, The OG Show Predictions for 2023. Make sure to check that out. You can already already check that out in my tweet feed. I should have it as a pinned post. Again, thanks again, everyone. This is Theo Goodman signing off. Thank you. Bye. Thanks,
2: Theo.